This episode was recorded prior to our name change. We are now officially called The Mike Line Show. Look for us on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else to subscribe. Yo, what up, what up? For Hype Radio, I'm Manny, and this is Soundcheck, a show that looks to discover the origin story of your favorite artist or major player in the music industry. We ask the questions that you always wanted to get answered, and you never know who may pop by. For episode three, we have Key, aka Fat Man Key, an Atlanta legend fresh off the release of his collaborative album 777 with Kenny Beats, plus Mike from Hypebeats. Key talks about the different stages throughout his career, his new project, and so much more. Welcome to Soundcheck. So I want to start off the question because I think one of the most one of the interesting things about you, Key, is that um, you are always evolving. And I think as a like as a fan, it's it's really interesting because throughout your career, you, your sound is never the same. It's very much like, damn, I really don't know what Key gonna do next. And artists, it's hard for artists to do that. Like not it's not a lot, but you're one of them. And I think that's what makes you um, stand out. What is your your process like in making music? How has it evolved over these years? Um, well, I think I used to like worry too much about like what I was making and how and like to be honest with you, I, the whole point is me trying to conquer everything I hear or come to my mind. So I never try to limit myself on that. I just want to just you know, like I like discovering new things and try to you know attack it. I don't feel like anybody who makes music is ever gonna have the same experience. So you're just supposed to be like an instrument. So it's like you know, I'm this saxophone and. You feel what I'm saying? The saxophone needs to go everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I'll be running off topic sometimes. Nah, go ahead. Run off topic. Run off topic. Yeah, so I just, um, I don't know. I don't think about it as staying new or nothing. I just don't never want to make the same song twice. Mm. Mm. Do you sure. write a lot? I don't even write no more. I try to. The crazy thing is I got like probably like 100 verses that I have been writing and these are, I've been saving them. Like, cause they not finished, and I only write them when I'm like drunk or high, <laughs> and I can't r- rap. Like, I'm just gonna write my phone right quick. But yeah. I haven't actually tried to rap off of something I wrote in years. Nice. What's your musical inspiration? Like, what do you? Like, what would you grew up listening to? Um. Well, now I listen to a lot of stuff, but when I was growing up, I was like my father and them. Like, the look. Like, if you're from the '90s and you know you come from young black parents, you go come from. Like they hipster time was like people trying to be Afrocentric, mm-hmm. so I used to listen to like shit like Lauryn Hill and Erykah Badu and you know like Goody Mob and all the you know mm-hmm. that's in, in in Atlanta that was like the scene. Mm. What you listen to now? I listen to everything, virtually everything. I listen to um majority of what I listen to on my downtime is like you know Future and whatnot, like everybody else. But my connection with Future and Thug music is probably deeper because of where we from. What led you to rap? I was making beats, and I, as I was making the beats, I just find myself like teaching myself about cadence. Mm-hmm. How'd you teach yourself how to um, produce? Fruit Loops. I was um, Fruit Loops came out when it first came out. I was probably like twelve, thirteen, yeah. and my cousin showed it to me, and then my friend Curtis was showed it to me as well, like right at the same weekend. So uh-huh. it was kind of like a, I lost my virginity with Fruit Loops. <laughs> it's always interesting to see to hear like. Uh, when artists come in and be like, 
what is when's the first time was the first program you used to beat on you played you made a beat on or remember the first time um you used to rap you was the first rap you wrote um because it's all it's always an interesting story it's like they kind of just fall into it and it's mm -hmm. like boom um do you remember like the first rap you made you like you made it was like oh the first time i ever rapped like i said we was making beats me and curtis was making beats at my dad's house and we was just going through a box or some shit and we found like a little microphone. No, at his mom's house, he found like a, you know, one of them little computer mics. Mm. And we rapped on This Is Why I'm Hot. <laughs> yeah, and then, and that was my our first time. Like, Curtis is, Curtis be, Curtis the type of kid from when we was younger, he'll be recording on his laptop, like on the camera. Mm. You know, you remember? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like, so, or his headphone, like the, you know, Plug your headphone in, and you know how they got the little mic right there. Yeah, he'll record a whole song on GarageBand like that. Oh wow! So before, like we always used to use. Look, I don't even know the name of the programs that we probably used to use back then. Yeah. So I remember when we first met, you were like doing more so like conscious rap. Yeah, that's when I was writing. Yeah, I think yeah, that's that's why I, writing is like way deeper than me. Yeah. I'd rather somebody read my stuff that I write than I rap it. Okay. What was conscious uh, key like? <laughs> It, it, it ain't, I just, back then I wanted to be subliminal. Mm. I'd rather just say, like, instead of, I'm going to shoot you in the face, I'm going to try to find the most beautiful way to say it. Mm, okay. Nah. I, then I started, then, uh, my dad told me something that stuck with me, but he was like, if you're going to do this, you should be make your language universal. Like, make it so everybody can understand you. So I've never dumbed myself down, but I just kind of like, you know, made it so anybody or everybody can understand me. Nice. And, you know. I think uh, so. The, I think I first started hearing you from a friend um, from Atlanta. He sent up some music. He's like, "Yo, this is a group called Two Nine. Um, and I heard one of your records. I was like, "Oh, this dude kind of fire!" Like, what was describe you around that period, and 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 how was how was times for you then? To me, uh, that time was fire. I think I'm getting back to it because mm. I, I I think I got caught up and. So much as being a rapper, mm. but before when I I didn't it's just like I, I wanted to be a different kind of rapper back then, like you know, like the rarities, like the Lupe fiascos, or the the people I felt like you had to get them a million dollars to work with. Mm. So I wanted to be like that. I used to just walk around, stay to myself, and skateboard and do little weird shit that I ain't never did before. I think I so I'm, I'm trying to kind of get back to that moment in my life. Mm -hmm. So how did you find your sound? Because that's like how did you how does that happen? To be honest, I feel like I just, like, my ultimate sound, like, the thing I'm always run to, I just now, just recently on this newest project on 777 we're about to release, that's going to be the first time I think I, it's a consistent sound for me. Mm. I, like, like that, I could always run back to. A lot of shit I can't redo. Mm. It was just at that moment. For sure. Yeah. Do you have any features on that? No. Not one. That's fire. That is fire. That's my first project like that. Yeah, and that's, that's so that's just it, with no features. That's a that's a, probably a point. That's a, like yo, I yeah, want this, this to like, be me. I wanted this to be because just like because my hiatus from dropping projects was just due to the fact that I, I didn't I was lacking a team, mm -hmm. you know. So once I when I linked up with Rocky and them last year, it just kind of like I got kind of organized and I seen how much I wanted to be or where I wanted to be. So. I had did a I got a whole another project that I did in the meantime with them, and I'm still gonna put that out at some point. I got a few projects that I'm gonna put out at some point, but but this one I was like, yo, we just got off tour. I was fresh off tour. I felt like somebody knew, you know. So right then I started working with Kenny immediately after tour, and then I was like, damn, I see the difference in myself. I don't want to release nothing else. This sound like the most polished thing I've ever done. I agree.
What was the headspace of when you was recording 777? Like, I feel like a, a new person. Like, I can be something big. Like, I knocked that shit out. We knocked, like, the first seven songs out. Because it was just going to be seven songs. We knocked them shit out like, three days. All of them. So, like, the majority of the, like, Mike, you heard, you, you heard the project. So, majority of it we did, like, in three days. And the rest of it, we was just fucking around. I was just kept going to, because Kenny Beats produced majority of it. Well, he produced everything. And, it, like, there's other producers on there that worked with him. But he he just, my favorite thing to do is just tell somebody to load up. Like, I don't listen to beats or nothing. Mm. What's the meaning behind the title of the of the, of the project? Uh, 777 is a, a tattoo I got on my face. And at the time, to be honest with you, I ain't think of it. Like, you know how everybody's so into, like, numerics right now? I really give a fuck about numerics. So, like, I got it on my face. Right? It's just three sevens and an infinity sign, which just mean good luck forever. So that's, the, I just... Just good luck. Just like, and I don't say good luck like how people be superstitious or nothing. It's just like, man, good luck. Like, I hope you do good, you know? Positive key. Yeah. I love like that. Nice, nice. I think also, um, I, f I want to ask you this. People gravitate towards you. I know that sounds kind of weird, but like, you're involved, you're a central figure in so many things, especially coming out of Atlanta. Um, I remember with my friend, some of my homies, when I talked to them, I was like, yo, name the most people in Atlanta, and your name comes up because it was like, the new generation is like you're involved with a lot. Um, how do you, how do you just link up? With, how do people link up with you? Like, how do you just with nowadays or back then? Oh, back well, back then and then now. Back then, I feel like we just came in at the right time. I feel like we was the uh, first generation of, of 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 a cult following music musicians. Like, like you know, like before us, it was Soldier Boy. And that was the biggest thing from the internet, if you ask me. And then, but you also had like the pack and shit like that. But they, it wasn't like a, you know, to be honest with you, they is like street niggas, and they just came up with some shit and it took them. Mm. Like we planned all of our shit out. Like we wanted to be like a collective, a company, or like anything else. So, because yeah. we seen the internet, like you know, like we seen. We, you know, we we took everybody probably took the roots, but from the Wu Tang thing, like how many people is around, how many different things you can do, yeah. And that's all from the internet, cause it's like you just looking at people, and I'm oh I'm a fan of this. Mm. Let me see if I can reach out to this person, cause they could do this for me, you know. So, so back then I just used to want to link up with people, so we had no problem hitting people up. But coming into like me, like new artists coming around and stuff, I personally like listen to people and go find some shit. Like, I feel like God put them in in front of my, my presence to do something, you know? What do you listen to now? What's some some of the things you hear that's, that's like? Well, like young guys? Yeah. I don't think I want to say it yet. Mm. I think I only want to say it the fact that I listen to myself right now because I ain't going to hold you the word on some bullshit right now. A lot of people on some bullshit. Yeah. I was, I, it's a lot of people that make good music and I can't stand to listen to it because I know that it ain't them. Mm. 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 This is so that's at least the next to the perfect question. The I listen to Uzi a lot though. Uzi, oh Uzi, nice. I think that's a he a mind fuck. Um, internet pros and cons. You, what do you what do you see the good? Because I think the goodest part is that you can reach out to people, you can get your stuff out. But the cons is then it makes everything like do seem doable. Like everyone now is a rapper. Yeah, yeah, no, because everybody rapping. Some of that shit just sound the same. So mm -hmm. to each his own, like. I think rap just became more boutique. Mm. Like, you know, like like having a restaurant. Like everybody probably used to go to McDonald's and just wanted to open a McDonald's and now you got all these restaurants. I don't know. Everything will get lost in the I, I honestly feel like 
when the, at the end of the day, it's still a certain amount of rappers that stand out from everybody in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my, the internet is my job, so I ain't gonna never shit on it. <laughs> Explain that. What's what do you do with the internet? What's what's the? I mean, I run my career through my internet, through the through a computer. I don't know. To me, I see shit is entertaining and all that, but I don't want to get like I see how caught up everybody is into shit, mm-hmm. and you know I just manipulate that situation. <laughs> nice. Because I see people losing their mind. I see niggas like sitting on their shit, getting mad about posts and and people like looking at them and comments and like I would never like if you take your time to look at something I did then I'm good like that's another dollar to me <laughs> <laughs> that's real yeah, that's so real I just seen it as I just see it as like a marketer tool that anybody should, should should you better get with it cause it's gonna be something new in about two three more years that we gonna have to figure out pretty much pretty much so how did you link up with Rocky uh, I met Rocky when we kinda started 2-9 Mm. My first time coming to New York ever, we pulled up to where they shot pesos at. Yeah. We pulled up dead ass to that place to meet them. Uh. Yeah. So then it was like, we all kind of started at the same time, I feel. So yeah. We linked up with them first. So and I think they kind of linked up with Curtis. I think they was like kind of coordinating that. But we all just, that was it. And then I was, the first time I really like kind of met them, I was making, we was making two nine forever, and I was making the beats, mm. and I was making them at my friend Manny's house here, mm-hmm. and they all walked downstairs, and that was just my first time meeting them. Nice. But after I, I was real close with Yams, and Yams, we had a lot of shit that we was about to do before he passed away, like like he like he was about to walk me into offices and all of that. So one day, like I want to say like two years ago, because we I mean Rocky just called me out of nowhere, and he was like, "Yo, come to New York." I got to do what Yams was telling me to do, so. I figured that was um, a Yams play, because I, I remember him really rooting for you. Yeah, he was going crazy. Like, he had, I got it, I still got the emails and my shit with him, like, setting up meetings with me and labels. What, what advice did he give to you? Nothing. How, how did, he told how, me I was the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of people, a lot of people think that way, too. Like, a lot of, like, I meet a lot of dudes from, like. I think that way. <laughs> I really do be thinking that way. Like, like, uh, yeah, I do. I ain't gonna hurt you. No, I think, I think you, I think you should though, because it's like, uh, it's like how in football is. Like, you're a quarterback. You're supposed to be like, I'm the the best. It's it's fine to say that. I feel like I bring the best out of people too. Agreed. So I don't. I'm really into myself right now, and I think I'm creating a narcissistic person. (laughs) But I think it's with a good intention. Yeah, I mean, like, you should be your, you should be your own cheerleader. Like, I, there's nothing wrong with that. Because I feel like, like you know, it's some shit that I, nah, it ain't nothing I can't do. And back to who I like listening to, the boy Lil Herb is a problem right now. Who? G Herbo. G Herbo? That, yo, that freestyle he did. But that whole project, he just dropped two projects. Yeah. It's like, for my fans and something else. Yeah. He and, tra- I, and I just listened to, like, that's like, it's like a cool 50 songs in between those two projects. Yeah, that, um, that track, Malcolm, that's one of my favorite tracks yeah. of last year. It was just... Herbo was Herbo was crazy. Like on the see, and I was gonna say like, damn, it ain't nobody fucking with me. <laughs> and I'm dead serious. Yeah. Like when you want to come down to it, and but the way that because if he freestyling that shit, then I got a whole. I'm going back to the studio. Yeah, straight up. So look, do you do you look across and be like, um, I guess do you look at competition or do you just be like focused? Yeah, no, nah, this is definitely competition. I'm used to play sports, so I ain't got no problems. It is gonna always be a competition. There ain't no competition when it come to. People don't when you like when it come to money and shit. That ain't the competition. The competition is literally to say, 
how skilled he is, mm. and then collaborate on it. Just I was watching that. You seen that Roxanne Shantae movie the other yeah, day? Yeah. You seen how her and the girls in the studio going back and forth with each other? Yeah. That's fire. Me and Mako did that. Oh, nice. The whole time me and Mako was making a project, it was kind of like, let's go back and forth. Like, let's see. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And from his angle, I think it was kind of more like, damn, this fire. I'm about to, like, it making me better. Like, so. Mm. And it was making me better. I'm like, damn, this nigga's snapping. I got to go crazy. Mm. Your, that's, that's, your, the, that's the only reason I feel like rappers should ever be talking. Mm. Cause a lot of niggas, the rappers look at each other and they just be like, "Damn, I want that. I want that life. I want this. I want that." And that's the gayest thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Other than that, just be like, "Damn, that shit crazy." The way they, the way that they doing something, I wish I could learn from that. And that's why people should collaborate. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite person to collaborate with, producers or artists wise? Oh, rapper wise, Jace mm-hmm. from yeah, from Merto Sushi from Two Nine. Yeah, cause he all. Me and Jace can feed off each other naturally, like you know. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I Kenny was Kenny is my favorite producer right now. But everything though, I just learned that Kenny's. I feel like I could do it anywhere now. I'm about to say, but people don't know you're like a really great producer. You you produce a lot of oh, yeah, hit and records. I'm about to get back to it. You produce a crazy brazy like yeah. I, that's no, I didn't make that beat. You didn't Wavy, make the beat. Wavy Watts, my friend made the beat. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah. you produce like a lot of. I dope made fire you remember shit? the Crayshon Juicy J. Yeah, they had a song. I made that beat. I did the whole two nine the first project. Yeah, I made my whole first the first project. Me, Curtis, and Kyle, we did all all that together. I haven't made beats in a long time. I'm about to get back to it. I kind of somebody discouraged me a long time ago about beats. And they was like, you need to pick one. Why can't, why can't you do it all? That's what I was saying, but I don't know why, but it, I really let that discourage me to be like, all right, well, I need to. It kind of made me better though as a rapper too. So I never saw myself as being somebody who could freestyle. I always been like, damn, how the fuck do they do that? And that shit just happened naturally one night. I had to pick one, but I'm definitely about to get back and make a beats. I really want to be my favorite person all around again. 2-9, um, how's everybody? What's, what did everybody, how's it like? How's it, guys? Everybody great. Cause to me, music wise, I want to see more. So yeah, same, same. Can we make that happen? Uh, psh, look, man, it is. I'm always there, yeah, obviously. So, but if, psh, you know, the I album. can't wait to see more. We need, we need an album too, now. Yeah. Yes. Straight up. Um, so what project you have, you said you have something coming out with uh with uh, with, uh Kenny Beats? Yeah, from from Loud Pack from the EDM. Yeah. Yeah, but then you have something coming out with Rocky, and then what other projects you think you or what are you what are you working on? Well, really, all I'm going to talk about is the fact that seven 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 is coming out because nothing else is stamped in stone. That's good. So you know, seven seven seven, we should be looking at like beginning of May. I'm about to do some. We just starting to roll out now, so we're going to drop a, a single on the sixth. What's the single? It's a song called Hater that um, me and Kenny did. We shot the video too. Uh, me and Rocky in the video and Swoosh. It's the only people in the video. Look at the video so far. It's like an old ASAP video. Nice. What is it, what is it, where is the shot at? We shot it in the LES. We shot it at the bodega, and then we shot it at like this little Airbnb we had. I just used the kitchen in the bodega, so. Mm, sick. Yeah, it's going to be fire. You working with um, the mob and um, specifically Rocky, whatever. I guess how has that helped you? Um, Coordinate. You know, they get fly, so, you know, I've just seen some shit that I ain't never seen now, so. Really color coordination. I just learned that, that that shit. They love that shit. So they love being, you know, up on fashion and being neat. And I, I picked up on that, and I want to, you know, continue to be like that. Nice, nice. Um, how long? I guess how, you said it's, you made the first seven, first seven songs in seven, 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 three days. When did you finish? Uh, 
Oh, we would have kept going if nobody gave us a deadline. And we had got a deadline when I started working with, with the management that I'm working with now. But we was working. We 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 went from seven songs to 15 songs. Oh, wow. So it was like, if I would go back today, and we probably would, before we locked in, I probably would have made another song. Like, damn, we got to put this on there. <laughs> What's your personal favorite one from, from the album? Ooh, that's tough. No, nah, that's the, uh, the intro. Demolition. Why is that? Uh, cause Lil Wayne, my favorite Lil Wayne versus Demolition mm-hmm. from with him and Gutter Gutter. Yeah. And then that point of Lil Wayne to me was super fire cause it's like him on the auto tone, but it's really like him rapping too. So I kind of like trying to took that same vibe on the song. And, but, and I think I was getting deep on that song, kind of getting more personal than I usually get. I think people want me to do that, but I ain't going to get like that until I get some money. Yeah. I, ain't gonna <laughs> I don't want nobody to know my story until it's worth something, you know? The, the Jay-Z way. For sure. Hey, that gutter gutter verse, too. Yeah, no. Nah, now, nah, Lil Wayne, that's why I could top that. <laughs> There's nobody in the world going to top that verse. You can't end the verse with the Pep No Business song. Oh, my God. Who, what's a, what's your, uh, your favorite uh, Lil Wayne records? Lollipop, to me, is my favorite Lil Wayne song. Mm. Uh, this got this other song called Romance, and it's kind of like a lollipop. I like all the auto tune Wayne. Mm. Auto tune Wayne is him. I know people like all that. He be snapping, of course, but it ain't nothing more wittier than that Wayne to me. So you that Carter three over Carter two? Might on. I'm on no ceilings. Mm. No ceilings was a great moment. I'm, I'm on that. Uh, what's the other mixtape? The drought. The drought. Yeah. The drought is over. Yeah. That that was a great. That was a, man. That was a great run. I remember hearing that him. whole time when Currency was with him. Yo, over with. I remember hearing. Uh, I mean, no ceiling memory is when um, I was in Florida, and I remember hearing uh, Little Wayne over uh, what's the Fabulous song? Uh, Throw it in the bag. In the bag. Yep. <laughs> People be like trying to talk like, man, you know, he was really rapping. I'm like, but look, bro, it's a time when that man thought he was Jay Z. <laughs> Like, right. like making the same little noise that Jay, I don't, that's cool and all, but ain't no Wayne, like when Wayne found himself. Yeah. Atlanta right now, what do you think of the scene, the music scene? It's still the Mecca. It's still great people coming out of there. Uh, I like the fact that, uh, I like the fact that we influence everybody, because everybody still think they making up shit and they not. They, they ain't seen nothing new. I love Atlanta. I love the artists that come from Atlanta. I love the new talent. I love the fact that Everybody there wants to rap now because I mean we're never gonna stop. It's gonna be a forever workshop. My kids know how to rap, mm. and I like that <laughs> it's like this. It's not just one visible part of Atlanta too. It's like the whole the whole scene. Yes, yeah, a Metro Atlanta. It's a, a Metro Atlanta. I mean, it's a twenty five radius, mm. twenty five mile radius around the city. Mm-hmm. What's your What's your favorite spot in Atlanta to go to? To do what? Just whatever. Uh, Jack's Pizza. If you ain't, if you ever go to Atlanta, go to Jack's Pizza. Jack's Pizza and Wings. It's a little pizza spot on Highland. You can get $3 Jamesons. Yo, I've been there. That spot is crazy nice. Yeah, yeah. You, can take, you can take something in the bathroom. It's a hole in the wall. You could take a hole in the wall in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, so give me a sense of just, like, everybody know Atlanta Strip Club is, uh, is important. I retired. What is, is the music? I've retired from the strip club. Why'd you retire? I got a child out the strip club. Mm. That's, that's, hey, that's retire. Then I got, I was like, damn, I feel too mature now. <laughs> how many, how many, how many kids do you have? Three. Three, okay. I'm done until I get married. I probably have some more kids when I'm like 35, 40. You think that's about good. that? Yeah, I do think about that. I think, I think it'd be embarrassing to have all these kids and not have no wife. Mm. 
I think a bitch would be stupid to date me if I was regular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what has uh what has changed since you have since you have kids? Like how do you how's your mind say this? Every day changes because they keep getting older, so it's like I, I can't do a lot of shit. Like as much as I want to be a, a free spirited person, a lot of shit look kind of embarrassing as a father. You know, it's a lot of shit I wouldn't want my kids to see happen. Like damn, like that. That's my dad. Like. My dad just did that dumbass shit, so I just, I, I kind of got I, I be practicing when they not around more than when they is around, cause that's how it matters. Man, I feel like uh, my 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 boy just had a son, had a son. He's like, it's nothing. It's your whole your whole mindset change. Yeah, not for sure. Then you start realizing you don't like fuck everybody. <laughs> like real, like I was just telling somebody that the other day. Like, you ain't got to worry about them hurting your feelings. Them, woo, 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 about to lie to you, none of that. Like off of real, like it's hard to lie to your parents, so you can't tell me. So I, I feel that way. I don't really give a fuck if a bitch leave me or a homeboy try to cut me off no more. What are some projects you recorded in the past that you that hasn't come out that you're like, damn, I wish I it came like five out? Five of them, and now they gonna come out. Every, we about to re-release my whole entire catalog. That's why I took everything off SoundCloud. Oh, nice. What's the, how important is streaming as an artist? Do you do you? Is that help you? Come up with the best play ever, at all times. Don't. Everybody's a victim to me. I, I the way I see it is like, cause everybody else gonna work you. Mm -hmm. So I just see it as like, you know, it's, I see it as like putting your product in different stores. Mm. So it's like, you know, try to, you know, just come up with the best type of situation, and don't, 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 uh, don't give your all to one thing, you know, cause then you just somebody slave then. What's some things you want to? What's some things you want to do outside of music? Just like hey, I really want to. Movies. I'm growing. I can't wait till I get older. That's why, like you said, me evolving. Like people probably watch me grow up because you know. How old are you now? 26. Yeah, but I've been since since I dropped out of school. This has been all I've been doing, and that means everybody been in my business since then. <laughs> <laughs> everybody been following you. I remember when we uh, shot our first video at the mall. I'm a Rosa. Damn, we don't I even know about that, that song. I don't even remember that video. You remember that? I remember it, but I don't remember what it looks like right now. Yeah, we just went around the mall, like just just shot it, like yo, we, we gotta go do this. I remember that song too. I made that beat. Yeah. <laughs> Conscious key. That's just brought up a, a, a something a topic. Give me the story about the uh, the wrist video. It seemed like that was like a spur of the moment, and but it that went. That's my idea. Mm. I'm taking all credit. <laughs> you know, I want all smoke for anybody who says it's not my idea. <laughs> but we was at their house. We did. Uh, McConaughey was like, bro, I got this hit. He kept telling me that for like two weeks. It's a hit. I need you could like telling me, basically telling me about father. Like he found this kid and they got all the shit done already. I ain't got to do nothing. Come over here. So I came over there. They played the song, whole song. The verse, in the, the hook and the beat was done. Father had already did it because he made it. Mm -hmm. And. McCona, we sat there in in father room and recorded that shit on the little ass bitch ass mic. Yeah, they they had a camera there. I'm like, bro, let's just shoot the video right now. Just don't. They was like, we don't even know the words. I'm like, fuck it, like don't say nothing, like don't say nothing the whole video. Yeah, just and then just like make it a, a walkthrough. Like I wanted it to be from like different rooms, but we wasn't trying to get to all that technical. So that's what that was. Yeah, nah, I felt like that was a great moment because it was just like and that video sparked like so much stuff. For everybody in the video, so I was like, I wonder how that video came about. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, that shit was fun. That interaction like that does that does that happen now in Atlanta still? How it just I feel like there's always con like like yeah, how we still here. 
We still, everybody's still doing the same shit, and there's people trying to figure out what we doing still. Mm. But I literally, like I said, I don't sleep on no ideas. So whatever it come to mind, like you know, he be like, oh, I, yeah, oh, you know, how you get real antsy about an idea. Just yeah. go ahead and just let it go. What's the last idea you had that you're like you got excited for? I ain't telling you. <laughs> I just about to see you gonna say it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is gonna say it. <laughs> I want to do a photo shoot in this uh, at a restaurant here. That's a, I ain't gonna. Now we can even shout the restaurant. Shout out to Lucien and Pink Pony. If y'all ever been there, it's in LES. That's one of my favorite restaurants. My friend on it. Nice, nice, nice. And the last question is: um, Throughout your career, what's the most important thing you learned? Fuck everybody. Don't burn no bridges, but fuck everybody. Like literally, like kiss the pussy. Fuck these folks. <laughs> like you know, and then get off work too. Some people don't get off work, and, and then they don't take no time for themselves. Mm. Like when I say fuck people, like you don't fuck a girl and just not call her without it being some repercussion, and like you got to see her. And imagine if that girl had a crazy job that you needed to be in touch with her. So just you know, you got to keep playing your role. So don't think of it like some people putting their emotions to people and putting they rely on them and trusting them in their words, and that's what you're not supposed to do. Just, you know, what you're supposed to do is just come up with an idea. If it don't work, then move on to the next thing. You know, like I said, just keep hugging on their ass. But don't burn bridges. Mm. You burn bridges, you can't come back. Like you gotta yeah. have to swim back over there. And <laughs> it's gonna take you even longer. Right. Nice, nice. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate this. For this, sure. It's been a great talk. For sure. Thank you. That's today's episode of Soundcheck. You can check out Key's Seven 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 Project, which is out now. You can also listen to more episodes of Soundcheck and keep up with everything Hype Radio at hypebeast.com slash radio. Subscribe to Soundcheck on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Overcast, or whatever you listen to podcasts on. Feel free to reach out to me on Twitter at ECM underscore LP and follow Hypebeast Music for more original content and music news. Let us know who you'd like to have on the show, and thank you for listening to Soundcheck.